right up the gut. That is Gibson, and he is gone. Third of the ball game for the rookie Antonio Gibson. We are podcast. We're coming at you with a bonus, 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 bonus episode on a victory Thanksgiving. Manny Jane, the last time we beat the Dallas Cowboys was in 2012 with RG3 and company. Can you believe it's been eight years? I can kind of believe that, yeah, but I'm very excited that we got the win. That 2012 game was for a long time one of my top five favorite games that I've ever seen. It still is, obviously, Yeah. but I feel like this game is going to be in that top five for real. I saw some people saying that they thought that it's possible that this win was bigger to them than that 2012 win, which is crazy to think about. But honestly, I do think with the scenario and everything that's been going on, all that, maybe it is. It feels pretty good. I'll be honest. I was asking myself that and I kind of think maybe it is. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, We'll be able to look back on this later on and, right. and we'll be able to look at it in hindsight and have perspective. It was exciting at the time, but this is just different. Yeah. I think because of the whole organization, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and we exactly. like to use those buzzwords. We talk about culture and everything else, you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the time, the team, it looked like, was going well, but we still had all those other problems that we just kind of glossed over. But now... We don't have those problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it also ties into that actual hope that we have for this team. And it's just good because, again, maybe what we saw in this game on Thanksgiving was just a glimpse of what could be. Are they going to come out against the Steelers and do the same thing? We don't know. But I think we get to see a glimpse of what this team could be, even if it's just a glimpse for now. I think it's telling of what is coming. And that is really exciting. <laughs> so, Maddie Jane, I know that you got some stuff that you got to do. So you're going to be abandoning me for for a little bit, right? <laughs> just just a little bit. I'll be back before you know it. But I'm leaving you in good hands. It's our guy, the man, the myth, the legend, Andy Burrows, all the way from the UK. From the DC Tweet Team podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. So Andy's going to join me. We're going to talk about the game and then you're going to come back for props, right? Oh yeah, you know I got you know I got to be here for props. Awesome sauce. All right, cool. So let's get Andy on the line. Two o'clock in the morning over here in the UK, and I'm still buzzing from that uh, from that win. What a great team performance! Just look at the story of today, that Alex Smith, you know where he was two years ago on Thanksgiving. Just the whole story, the whole game. It must be something about playing in Dallas on Thanksgiving. But yeah, this is going to go down. You know, this will live long in the memory and put us top of the NFC East as well. We're we're in the hunt now, and um, who knows? Absolutely, yeah, in the driver's seat. And I wanted to ask you, Andy, if you could sum up this game in just a few words or in one single phrase. What would it be? Team. Both sides of the ball. The team played so well. Obviously, we had standout performances, but the team, every single player, offense, defense, they were the Washington football team. And um, that's what stood out for me. What I was thinking, what I would sum up this game with in one word, 
proof. And what I mean mm -hmm. is the boys went out and they proved this isn't all just lip service, that they do have the talent, that they can do it, and they will do it. One of the things that really struck me in watching this game was seeing the team really gel and come together before our eyes. And specifically, these young players who have been stepping up all season, putting together a whole game. And you could see it, everyone doing their part, everyone doing their job. Antonio Gibson just catching on fire this game. I mean, can you believe this kid didn't even play running back in college and he's rushing for 115 yards and three touchdowns, Andy? No, unbelievable performance from uh, Gibson. Absolutely unbelievable. Uh, you can probably tell I'm losing my voice a little bit from shouting tonight but uh, yeah it was amazing to see i apologize for calling you up at one in the morning and screaming in your ear <laughs> <laughs> no problem at all i was um, i'm always you know me i don't sleep thanksgiving's not really a, a thing over there so how is it looked at over there in, in your country for me i i, I live like well, curiously for you guys obviously i see you um tweeting about it and talking about it and obviously being a big football fan i just live through for you guys it's just for you guys it's bigger than christmas day i'd say it's such a big deal over there and it's so good to so many of my friends are american so yeah i just lived through you guys and you know today i've been doing exactly the same and it was topped off with a washington win the wonderful thing about thanksgiving specifically is thanksgiving is the quintessential american holiday in in every sense it's uniquely american then also the wonderful thing about thanksgiving that i look to there's always football on Thanksgiving. So it just makes it that much more special. And then when Washington gets to play Dallas on Thanksgiving, because you know Dallas plays every Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. it's just that much more special. And I've always said for a long time, I would love it if Washington and Dallas played every Thanksgiving. A lot of people have said today, that the game on Thanksgiving should be uh, Washington-Dallas. And if it's anything like today, then yeah, amen to that. Andy, I wanted to bring something up because I had you on the podcast a, a little while ago and you were a little bit critical, understandably so, when I told you that I was trusting the process, taking mm -hmm. a page out of the Kirk Cousins book and trusting the process. And you, along with a lot of other people, myself included, myself and Maddie Jane, have grown impatient at times. So where are you at now as far as how you feel about this team after putting together these back-to-back -back wins and being in the driver's seat in the NFC East. They've set a bar now. You know, you look at all the good teams over the history of the NFL. You look at the Kansas City Chiefs last year. You look at the Patriots for years and years and years. They've set a bar now. So we know that that standard of performance is within them. No matter who you play, we play a beaten up Bengals team, we play a beaten up Cowboys team. No matter who you play, we can only play our game. So they've now set that standard high they have to keep to that standard that a lot of nfl teams see as the norm shall we say you know they don't see these as one-off games if you go up against a trash team we've got loads of injuries you're expected to go in there stamp on their throat and beat them by a score of 40 odd points so we now know that we can do that but when you look at next week's game against pittsburgh we know that we have to go in with the same intensity. Our defense have to play with the same intensity. We have to be. We have to start a game fast. What they've done now, they've they've risen expectations, and it's their job to keep them expectations there. And there's no reason why they couldn't. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be critical at all today. Um, like you said, a few of us uh, games gone by, they they've deserved it. But the last couple of weeks, they they they. I'm full of praise for the team. Scott Turner today, I've been critical of him on my podcast halfway through the season, but the playbook that he was pulling out today, some of them tricked it. I turned into Harry Houdini today. He was pulling out some plays and it, it was just so good to see. So to answer your question, they need to stay there now. They've set the level. Let's just stay on that level. 
savor this victory because we deserved it and we earned it. And you know, the wonderful thing, the best part about this game, no one can say that we didn't earn it because we did. Yeah, we earned it from, you know, the first quarter to the last. And, you know, you look at some of the big plays throughout the game, that tackle by Terry McLaurin literally won us the game. You know, we were only up by, what, four points then? Here is a pick. Jalen Smith back the other way. And now brought down by McLaurin from behind. First and goal, Dallas on a pick by Jalen Smith. I can't speak how crucial that tackle. You look back at that now, how crucial that tackle was. You know what I mean? They, they were going to score. The game was going to be, you know, they were going to take the lead. It's just moments like that within a game stand out for me when you're slowly reflecting that tackle could define the rest of our season. So, yeah, kudos to uh, Scary Terry. That is the, the difference in winning and losing, and it's those little things. And had Kyle on from uh, Burgundy Zone with us last week, and he was talking about the team having to learn how to win. And this is showing that they are learning how to win, putting all those things together. I mean, you can't say enough good things about Terry. Terry McLaurin pulled the Don Beebe. I can't speak highly enough of that play. When when Alex threw that ball and I'm thinking, oh no, 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 no. And Terry just come from nowhere. He turned into Usain Bolt and he literally has won us that game because, you know, we might have gone on to maybe win it, but that gave us so much momentum. And then the defence come onto the field and only held them to a field goal. So let's, let's give them credit for that as well because they were down on the goal line. And, you know, they got a, they got a three and out and had to, had to kick a field goal. So, again, it comes back to what we said at the start of the um, start of the show. Team, team, team. Amazing, amazing tonight. Yes, sir. Washington football team. It's the <laughs> only team that matters. It's the team. It's the number one team in the NFC East. Don't you forget it. To come out there, man, and uh, show out, man. And that's what we did. And that's how you play football, man. From offense to the defense. Hold on, tight end. No, don't you forget it. You know, we are, we're the number one team in the East now. And I wouldn't have thought I'd have been saying that about three, four weeks ago. But we're here. We've got a chance now, Freddie. And it's 2020, my friend. Anything can happen. Man, Andy, I really wish that Maddie could have joined could have joined us. Yeah, it's a it's a shame that Maddie can't be here tonight. I know um, she can't hear my Scooby Doo again. <laughs> I haven't got Scooby Doo. She can't hear the <laughs> oh, yeah, English. She uh, you know, she, she I know she loves it. But yeah, um, you you and Maddie are going to really get into this game. And um, you know, I said we had Maddie on being a fan this week, and she's one of the most knowledgeable football people I know. So to hear her talk about this win is going to be amazing. Yeah, she's going to join me for props. Thank you so much, Andy, for staying up so late. I know the time difference in the in the UK over there is a killer, but I know that the lack of sleep, I'm sure it was worth it, my friend. Appreciate you getting in this bonus pod with us today. And uh, you have a good one, Andy, and we'll be looking for a win next week, and, and hopefully we get one. Peace, Andy. Thanks, my man. Man, you know what? I am so devastated that I missed the Scooby-Doo line. That's like my favorite line of Andy's. Man, I missed it. Freddie, how'd you let me miss it? I leave for just a few minutes and he throws out the Scooby-Doo line? Ugh. I could listen to Andy just read the phone book because I love his true, accent. True, <laughs> true. It's pretty great. So you missed all that too, so. I did. Yeah. Great, 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 great. And we got a groggy Andy because you know it's like it's like two in the morning there or whatever. True, he's hardcore. That's dedication right yes. there. Yeah, if you don't listen to the DC Tweet Team podcast, if for no other reason, just the fact that Andy Burrows uh, is the host and puts in all kinds of work to deliver awesome content, if you don't listen to it, go and listen to it. Absolutely. If you don't listen to it, you're not doing it right. That is true. Major props to Andy.
Oh, it was so good, Maddie <laughs> I love the way you introduce props. Props. Special Thanksgiving edition of props. We got a lot, don't we? There's plenty to give. All right, so kick it off for me, Maddie Jane. Who are you giving props to? All right, I think probably one of the most obvious choices for this game. I'm going to go ahead and give props right off the bat to the weapon, Antonio Gibson. Now, we all saw him dominate, right? Freddie, I don't know if you know this. Do you know that Antonio Gibson was the first rookie to score three touchdowns on Thanksgiving since 1998? And you know who the last guy to do that was? He's pretty special. Uh, I'm going to guess. Pretty special football player. Thaddeus's dad, right? I think that's what most people know him as. Better known as... Randy Moss. Yo, that is insane to be in that kind of company. Yeah. Cool fun fact, too, about that game against the Cowboys. He scored three touchdowns that day. You know how many passes he caught that day? I don't. Three. No way. Great cash, homie. Yes, way. What a baller. What? Yeah. What a stat He only line. caught three passes, three touchdowns. Antonio Gibson didn't get three touchdowns touchdowns on three carries, but that's because he had 20 carries for 115 yards. He's developing so, I don't want to say quickly, but I mean, at the same time, no, no I think, say it. I think no, he's say it. developing pretty quickly. Say what you feel, Maddie Jane. This is what we do on HT We Are. Yeah, it's just, it's wild to think that at the beginning of the season, it's like, okay, this Gibson guy, and people were talking about him like, no, this guy's good, but he has absolutely become such a bright spot. I genuinely think we only have, what, four wins now? I don't know how many we have if we don't have Antonio Gibson. This is true, and I like that you just kind of brought up his name a little bit, like he's an afterthought and he's not talking about <laughs> scary terry or as you like to call him turbo terry now uh um, jp's terry. been calling him jp finley's been calling him the captain it's kind of fun it's kind of cool yeah, it's cool it's a little hokey but a little bit gotta give props to terry for nothing that he did offensively today because he does it every week right yeah, I even said it last week. You can always look for Terry to catch somewhere between four passes and eight passes for somewhere right around 100 yards or whatever, and he might score a touchdown for you. I mean, his stat line, he had seven receptions for 92 yards, and that one ridiculous catch from Logan Thomas, that great pass that Logan Thomas threw to, reminded me of his days when he was at Virginia Tech playing quarterback. Thomas looking to throw, and he does to McLaurin. The catch is made, and it's good. He got both feet down. What impressed me the most about Terry was what I think impressed everybody who got to see him on national television who hasn't really seen him before, and I talked about this with Andy, was that interception that he ran down to save that touchdown. Yeah, that moment, it's crazy because in that moment, it was such like a what? Like, you know, you get so frustrated because of the interception. But as soon as he, I knew he was going to chase him down. I knew it was going to happen. And once he did, I screamed out of excitement, which I knew like my dad sitting there was probably like, what the heck? Like they're going to score. But I just had this feeling, even if they would have scored, it was just one of those plays where if they don't though, that makes the difference. And it absolutely made the difference because the defense stood stout and didn't let them score. So they had to settle for the three. And that's just such a huge play that it's not going to show up on paper, right? It's not going to show up on the stat line. But that's the play where on the broadcast, and listen, I don't even want, I don't want to talk about Troy Aikman because ugh, it's horrible. But even him, you know, when Troy actually says something good about Washington and he was like, that's my kind of player right there. I don't know much about this Terry guy, but that's my kind of player right there. And we all know that Terry is definitely something good. You know, and I brought up already the Logan Thomas thing. I think Logan Thomas deserves some props. He caught a touchdown. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was he, all over um, the place. Yep. Yeah, he threw that 
through that pass. It was a good-looking pass. And, you know, something that a lot of people were talking about in the offseason, they were kind of wary about, were going into the season without having any depth at tight end, which I get that. Talking about, oh, Logan Thomas, he hasn't even been playing tight end that long. He's learning a position, yada, yada, yada. And Logan doesn't have the most consistent hands, although I think it's continuing to get better. He's a physical specimen. There's no doubt about that. But he offers you a lot of versatility, and he's proven to be a really good blocker as well which is important and I think that Scott Turner look I know that he had in his mind when they got him he's really really athletic he's huge he's a big target he can block he can catch he can run but he can also pass yeah and pass accurately he was drafted as a quarterback yeah so I think we've only scratched the surface of what he can do in this offense and the offense was able to have some fun scott turner pulling some rabbits out of the hat running some cool trick plays as well yeah it was, I mean, it was a we fun ran the, game it was a fun yeah game. Yep. that one play i mean we ran the the fumble ruski or or as a lot of people know um you remember the movie little giants mm-hmm. I, I was sitting there with my brother-in-law and i was like wait they just ran the annexation of puerto rico <laughs> so good so good, so good. Who's got props next, Maddie? James, just go right down the line. It's just everybody gets well, props. The whole team gets props. Who's next? Yeah, Who's speaking next? about going down the line, uh, let's go down this defensive line because we all know, right? And we've talked about in the past few weeks, right, Freddie, that it's kind of been a little lackluster that, you know, the defensive line hasn't shown up maybe as much as you would expect them to for all those first rounders, all the hype, right? Well, you know what? They did their thing on Thanksgiving against them boys. Let's just say that much. Chase Young, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat, Kerrigan, Settle. They all had their moment. I mean, and they had big moments, making big plays, making the tackles, weren't letting Pollard and Zeke run all over them. You know, it was huge. They had a great game. And so definitely shout out and props to this offensive line. I mean, the props to the defensive line. We know, listen, we all know Martin went out early. Their left and their right tackle went out early. We, we know that. But still, uh, they imposed their will on this line and on this offense and, and they shook up Andy Dalton and they shook up this entire uh, Dallas offense so props to them they really did their thing Chase Young had a sack uh, mm-hmm. Deron Payne had that sack uh, Jonathan Allen had the fumble recovery yep Tim Settle had the sack so you got to see his penguin dance oh I love it I love yeah, that penguin dance and the Montez Sweat batting the ball up in the air and then catching it and then running it in that is so impressive and he's a huge dude he's six foot six yeah I remember the first time I saw him which was at training camp when he was a rookie he, he just looked and standing around amongst the other linebackers defensive linemen mm-hmm. and he just looked different it's like this dude is an alien right it's crazy it, he look it literally does look like the create a player in madden he really is everything you want and i know i saw um i think it was mark bullock on twitter he does a lot of like film breakdowns and stuff and i i believe it was him that said last year in his rookie season people were saying you know he has all this size but he's not utilizing all of it yet a play like that you know the the pick six you see okay he's really starting to utilize all of that size all of these tools that he has and it's fun to watch let me tell you when i was watching that i was screaming at the top of my lungs watching him run into the end zone because that's when we you know broke the 
past the 40 mark. This is so exciting. I haven't been this excited in a really long time. I think it's the highest point total we've ever put up against Dallas. <sighs> I, I love that. that. I love out. that stat. That's my Something new like favorite yeah. stat. <laughs> I'm gonna paraphrase what you tweeted out, but it's like, yo, this whole week, can't nobody tell us Nope, can't tell <laughs> nope. me nothing. You can't, you can't. Nothing. We gave props to the defensive line. They earned it. Sure. What else we got? We gotta keep with the props on the defense. Right. And I gotta give props to my new favorite safety. He was already trending towards being my favorite safety weeks and weeks and weeks ago, but I feel like at this point, I'm gonna crown him. If you wanna crown him, then crown her ass. Cam Curl. All right. Yo, the kid, first of all, he came out of nowhere. He was this late round pick. I remember doing the post-draft episode and had Adam Aniba on and was asking him about Cam Curl. And Adam watches thousands of hours of tape on all of these players and he he prides himself on small school guys and under the radar guys and all that kind of stuff and he didn't really know much about cam curl and both of us kind of at the time were just thinking he's just kind of a camp body and he might be a depth guy but couldn't have been more wrong and couldn't have been more happy to to be so wrong he has taken the starting safety job and just ran with it cameron curl and cole holcomb had the most tackles on the day i think holcomb had 10 and curl had eight making plays all over the place and you just love to see it honestly i don't think collins is getting his job back and i'm not upset about it yeah i mean you know what anybody knows me knows i love landon collins but you can't be mad like you said at cameron curl coming in balling like like he is making the absolute most of his opportunity and playing incredible football as a rookie because we think about it it's his rookie season like he's only gonna get way better from here that kind of potential, that kind of ability already unlocked as a rookie, as a late round pick, you have to roll with it. You really do. I think you have to. And that's exciting. Like you said, that's it's nothing but exciting. It's sad in that one respect, yeah. But you know what? You have to be excited that you're drafting talent. And you're drafting it not only, listen, third round, right? Gibson, Cameron Curl, what was he like? He was probably like six, seven. I think round. he was sixth or seventh round. Like, something like he was late. Incredible, yeah. like the Morelands, like the like the Holcombs. I mean, these are late round guys that you're really getting incredible production out of. So, and we're paying him peanuts. Exactly. And speaking of taking somebody's job and never looking back, I think you know where I'm going with this, Freddie. Yeah, I think you're talking about number 39, right? Yeah, I want to talk about Jeremy Reeves. Okay, we've been talking about for weeks now. Could it really be? worse than it is right now okay i'm not even going to mention the name of the other player but we're just talking about the free safety position and we're you know trying to figure out okay can reeves not do any better well you know what you could see his speed you could see his athleticism the way he he went and he made an open field tackle and i was like whoa he tackled he tackled the man he's a free safety and he made a tackle on the player that he was supposed to tackle it was pretty impressive. Bar was set pretty low, but <laughs> it even was, with the bar set that low. It was on the floor. The, yo, bar, yo, the, the bar was on the floor, but <laughs> he stepped over that bar with ease. Okay, Jeremy Reeves did. So I'm expecting we see more of Reeves in the coming weeks. I would have to assume that's going to earn you a chance to get some more snaps. So I hope he does because uh, he, he did his thing. So props to Jeremy Reeves. I hope to see you a lot more, buddy. We really hope to see you more. Please come back. Please, please come back. Please. Reeves and Curl, I really like the way that that sounds. Yeah. Uh, but you know what, Maddie Jane? Hmm. At the very, very end of the game, when it didn't mean nothing, 
all of a sudden, Troy Apke, he made that tackle and just blew that dude up like, it was like, what? I remember you and I like texting each other like, what? It was an incredible who, play. Listen, you, you, you text me. You're like, you're like, who was that? Like, who was it being like super sarcastic? It's like, it can't be Apke. Apke doesn't tackle people. It was an incredible tackle. He really did. He blew him up. He really blew Props him up. Props for making a tackle. Props for Troy making Apke. a tackle, Troy Apke. That wasn't, listen, I'm going to give you props. That was an incredible play. But you know what they say. Even a blind my mouse finds cheese sometimes. Do you have any non-team props? Yeah, I do have one more prop. It's not technically... Well, it is. It's still part of the team, just not a player. Gotta give props to Coach. I mean, I think, like, like I mentioned earlier, the glimpse, right? Even if the rest of the season we still have our ups and downs, this was a moment where we saw not only just that this team can play together, right? But we saw the culture, again, yes, culture, that we talked about. This, it is team, right? no name but team we saw in so many different instances we saw that this team is truly together that they're i mean one instance right dwayne haskins coming and picking up alex smith off the sidelines come on did that did that warm anybody else's heart that's just such a beautiful moment it was it was that was great chase young on the sidelines when when there was a point where they went for it on fourth and you could just see chase so hype on the sideline they're going for it on fourth down maybe not anybody just watching the game is going to notice that stuff but people that are really noticing and, and knowing what what coach has come in here to do are noticing those things because the team is playing for each other and the team is standing with each other the team is picking each other up and that's a big deal so I think it's again it's way more than just this one game and it's even more than just the product on the field which looked great uh it's just showing that like it's a team that you can be excited to root for because you can tell that they love playing with each other and that they're going to play with each other no matter what and that's just such a cool thing to watch because you you've seen it with other teams for so long but it's happening here in Washington to your point, I think ultimately the point that you're making is it starts with Coach. Yes. It starts Absolutely. and it ends with Coach. Yep. When Snyder brought him in, that's what he said was going to happen, and that's what has happened. So I think we've pretty much exhausted props for this week for the most part, unless, Freddie, I mean, do you have any anything up your sleeve? Any Anything else? I want to give props to someone who is not a Washington player, not a coach, not nothing. Okay. His name is Pierre Garçon. Oh, Okay. Pierre Garçon tweeted after the game, very, very simply, H-T-T-R. I did say Got to give props to Pierre Garçon. He a real one. Yeah, for sure. I love Garçon. And he was one of my favorite players when he was here. Yep. He's yeah. great. That's awesome. I love stuff like that. That is really cool. Yeah. Props to Pierre Garçon, uh, recognizing real. What, what's cool about about that is that he's one of those players who hated the Cowboys while he was here Mm -hmm. and nothing will endear you to fans in Washington like hating the Cowboys when it's really real because you can also tell when there's certain players on the team who really really do hate the Cowboys as much as we do yeah Chase Young's one of them Mm -hmm. there's other players as well one of our all-time favorite players you and me both Maddie Jane and we've been talking about him this past week and the anniversary of his untimely passing is here the late great Sean Taylor is well documented he hated the Cowboys yes yes he did 
And he played like he did. <laughs> Last year, we did a tribute to Sean Taylor. It was episode 21. Since it's the anniversary of his passing, highly recommend that you go and check that one out. It's got some good stuff in there and probably some stuff that if you don't know a whole lot about Sean Taylor, you might learn something from that episode. So definitely go and check that out uh, in memory of Sean. And I feel like what a fitting uh, tribute way to honor Sean Taylor than absolutely spanking the Cowboys uh, in their own house on Thanksgiving, right, Mads? So true. Couldn't have written it any better. The Thanksgiving dinner was good, but, man, the football game was even better, even sweeter. And I had some pretty good pie. Yo. <laughs> That's did right. you? I did. Right. I had some good stuff. Awesome. So, everyone, enjoy the leftovers. Savor this victory. Enjoy it, because we deserve it. And, yeah, yo, until we play the Steelers next week... Can't nobody tell us nothing. Nothing. We'll be back at your usual time next week. And until then, we all hail together. It's what we do. It's who we are. HT, we are. Peace.